Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the Book of Romans with this message entitled, Our Lord Jesus Christ, Believe and Confess. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 10, verse 5. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. First point, man's way of salvation, which is a quotation from Leviticus 18.5. The one who does them will live by them. It is a salvation by doing, doing the Ten Commandments, God's moral law. The other is God's way of salvation. The word is near you. You don't have to go to heaven to bring him down, Christ. And go to Sheol to bring Christ up. The word is near you. The word which demands faith which we proclaim. Salvation of God is gift to be received. You don't work for it. You receive it. And we said even the faith by which you receive is granted to you as gift. And then verse 9 and 10. The third point is what must I do to be saved? And the answer, of course, is believe and confess our Lord Jesus Christ. Believe and confess. Verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead... You will be saved. And I am saying to you, God is bringing salvation to you, near to you, through the preaching of the gospel being done now. What must I do to be saved? That if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. First, believe. Believe. That is believe with what? All your heart. Believe. Saying I am a vile sinner. Under the wrath of God. But God loved me from all eternity. Giving me grace in Jesus Christ. And he became incarnate. This virgin born son of God lived a perfect life 
And he died on the cross for my sins. He was buried. He physically, literally rose from the dead on the third day, never to die again. He gives me forgiveness of all my sins. And he gives me freely his righteousness. I receive by faith forgiveness and the righteousness of God. I receive by faith this glorious salvation. This eternal life. This justification. I believe in Jesus Christ alone. For my salvation. From the wrath of God. From the penalty of sin. From the pollution of sin. From the power of sin. And at my death. From the presence of sin. By faith I am united to Christ that his life may flow into me. His power and grace flow into me. He is the vine and I am a branch among branches. Because he lives, I live also. I fear nothing, not even death. Christ has triumphed over death and the devil. I am in Christ. I shall never perish. I am in Christ. I shall ever live in righteousness, peace, and joy. In the Holy Ghost. I can do all things. Through him. Who gives me strength. I am now. A child of God. I am rich. I am an heir of God. And co-heir. With Jesus Christ. I am invincible. If God is for me. Who can destroy me. When I am weak, then I am strong. Yes, I believe in his death for my sins and his resurrection for my justification. Without belief in this resurrection of Jesus Christ, no one can be saved. If Christ is not risen, We are still in our sins under God's wrath. But Christ is risen and I am saved. Christ is risen and he is my righteousness, sanctification and redemption. Christ is risen and so God justifies the ungodly. This I believe with all my heart. Christ is risen. So all his claims are true. In regard to his person. And his work. Christ is risen. 
He has triumphed over all evil forces. He has destroyed death itself by his death. He did this for me. So I can say neither death nor life nor anything in all creation can ever separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ is risen. Without faith in the resurrection of Christ, Christianity falls. Without resurrection, there is no justification. I believe what the scripture declares, Christ is risen as victor. Christ is risen indeed. I don't need mysticism, subjectivism, sacramentalism. I don't need goosebumps experiences. I don't need intercession of saints. I don't need to travel to holy sites. I don't need charismatic confusion. I believe in Jesus Christ risen from the dead. This means his sacrifice for my sins has been accepted by the Father. So my sins are all forgiven. He took my sins, he died, he rose, and I'm saved. There is no Christianity without the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, our faith has content. And that content is Jesus Christ. We trust in him. Saving faith is not mere mental ascent. It is embracing Christ. Entrusting ourselves to him. Listen to St. Paul, 2 Timothy 1.12. That is why I am suffering as I am, yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. What did you entrust to him? Your entire life. He's entrusted to him and he's mighty enough to carry you, save you and bring you to heaven. What must I do to be saved? Believe and what's a confess? Confession. Not only you must believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, his virgin birth, his miracles, his teachings, his obedience, his vicarious death, his resurrection. You must believe it, yes, with all your heart. If you so believe, then you must confess what you believe. Out of the abundance of the heart, mouth speaks. Friends, God creates faith in our heart to believe. And the same God creates confession too. Remember, Peter confessed, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
The father created this confession through revelation. He did not come up with it himself. So we read 1 Corinthians 12 verse 3. Therefore I tell you that no one who is speaking by the spirit of God. Says Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord. Except by the Holy Spirit. We confess the objective confession. Jesus Lord. This is the earliest Christian confession. Paul tells us that no one can say Jesus Lord truly, truly, except by the enabling of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost regenerates us. We are given gifts of repentance and faith. Holy Ghost enables us also to confess with our mouth. Jesus Lord. Faith of the heart is confessed with the mouth. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4.13 I believed therefore I have spoken. Faith and confession are linked inseparably. You cannot believe without confessing. That is without giving witness to Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 2 and 4 says. They spoke in other tongues. As the spirit gave them utterance. Acts 1 8. Ye shall receive power. When the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses. You cannot be a witness without confessing. You cannot confess without Holy Ghost helping you. You cannot confess unless you believe with all your heart. Jesus Christ is Lord risen from the dead. In Acts chapter 4 verse 8. When Peter was Facing the Sanhedrin, we are told the Holy Spirit came upon him and filled him. And he witnessed to Christ before the powerful Sanhedrin. Princeton professor Charles Hodge says, listen. Those who are ashamed or afraid to confess Christ before men cannot expect to be saved. The want of courage to confess is decisive evidence of the want of heart to believe. Dr. Cranfield, he says, for Paul the confession that Jesus is Lord meant the acknowledgement that Jesus shares the name and the nature, the holiness, the authority, the power, majesty, and eternity of the one and only true God. Paul says in Second Corinthians 4, 5, We preach a soon Christon Curion. We preach not ourselves, we preach Jesus Christ Lord. 
the tetragrammaton, the four-letter word, pronounced Jehovah or Yahweh, nobody knows, is used 6,000 times in the Old Testament in reference to God. And the Septuagint translates it by the word kurios, kurios. And New Testament uses this kurios to refer to Jesus Christ. The New Testament writers were consciously affirming Jesus is God. Jesus himself claimed to be God. So kurios appears in Romans 44 times. And 30 times it refers to Jesus Christ indisputably. Kurios. Jesus. Kurios. Jesus is God. And Romans 9 clearly tells us. These are the patriarchs and from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ. Who is God over all forever? Praise. Amen. Friends, Jesus Christ is God. Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. So St. Paul in verse 13 of chapter 10 says, Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved, which is a quotation from Joel 2 verse 32. Now apply to whom? Jesus Christ. If you call upon his name, you will be what? Saved. You don't have to go to hell. Call upon the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. In Philippians 2, verse 9 through 11, we read, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This in Old Testament has to do with God. Now it is given to Jesus Christ. No one will be saved unless he confesses with his mouth as the Holy Spirit creates it in your mouth. Jesus Christ is Lord. That is, he is God. So we read 1 Corinthians 8 verse 6, Yet for us there is but one God the Father, from whom all things came and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things came and through whom we live. Who is Jesus Christ? St. Paul says, Colossians 1, 17 and 18. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from the dead. So that in everything he might have supremacy. And Colossians 2, 9, 4 in Christ. All the fullness of the deity lives in what? Bodily form. So then, friends, the believer must confess first 
Jesus Christ is Lord. That is, Jesus Christ is God. He is fully God and fully man. That is the historical Jesus, born of Virgin Mary, crucified, dead, buried, and risen, is none other than God himself. The second person of the Trinity. Second, the believer confesses that this Jesus Christ has all dominion in heaven and on earth. He himself said so. All authority in heaven and on earth is given to me. Nobody else. There is only one who can save you. The one who has all authority in heaven and on earth. Jesus Christ our Lord. So we read in Ephesians 1. And his incomparably great power of, for us who believe that power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every title that can be given not only in the present age but also in the one to come and God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over over everything for the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills everything in every way sir all authority in heaven and on earth Peter speaks about baptism it says it saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels authorities and powers in submission to him have you submitted to him sir Whether you did it or not, he is Lord. He has received all authority in heaven and on earth. Revelation 19, 16 calls him King of Kings and Lord of Lords. A curse when you lie and say Jesus is Lord but refuse to submit to him, to surrender to him, to obey him, to do what is pleasing to him. Jesus Christ is victor, triumphed over all evil, devil, death, hell, and all evil forces. And so Paul says, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. In the second century, the old bishop of Smyrna, Polycarp, refused to confess Caesar as Lord. As far as Polycarp was concerned, Jesus alone was Lord. For this confession, he was killed. Today, many Christians are killed by the fanatics throughout the Middle East and elsewhere, and it is coming Days are coming when they stone you to death, sir, for your confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. Number three, the believer confesses Jesus alone is Savior. His name is Jesus, for he 
shall save his people from their sins. Not in their sins. St. Peter said salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Paul says, for there is one God and what's a one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Did you believe in him? Did you confess him? Or are you going to save yourself? Peter says, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness by his wounds. We are healed. Friends, we serve a living Savior. Number four, the believer confesses Jesus Christ as the head of the church. On this rock I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Meaning church has power and authority and church is on the offensive. Church is not retreating. It is moving on. And Jesus said if two or three are gathered in my name there I am in the midst. Friends do you understand that Jesus Christ is right here. In his spirit. It is his church. And Ephesians 5.23 says. For the husband is the head of the wife. As what? Christ is the head of the church's body. Of which he is. The savior. Number five. You must believe. That Jesus. Being Lord. And God. Owns me. He owns my mind, my will, my emotion, my property, my ability, my strength, my education, my everything. He owns me, sir. And he is my only master. I am his born slave. Romans 1.1 Paul, born slave of Christ Jesus. Slave! Born slave! He owns you. He bought you by his precious blood. He owns you. Jesus is my owner. He is my Lord, my Savior, my King, my Healer, my Shepherd. My God. It's not enough to say Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord. My God. My Shepherd. My Healer. My everything. All I am and all I have belong to him alone. I submit to him and obey him. St. Paul received apostleship for the purpose to call the Gentiles unto the obedience that come from faith. He calls us to the obedience of faith exactly Immediately, joyfully. You want to fight against him? You lose every time. Number six, 
the believers confess Jesus Christ as the coming judge. Acts 10.42, St. Peter says, He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. St. Paul says at Areopagus, For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. Have some respect for Jesus Christ. Matthew 25, listen to what Jesus said. When the Son of Man comes in his glory... And all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another. As a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, he will put the sheep to his right and the goats. Are you a goat who don't want to obey anybody? You will go on the left. Then they will go away to eternal punishment. But the righteous eternal life. Friends, confession is not optional. Listen to this. Whoever confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father in heaven. The next verse. But whoever disowns me, denies me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. Friends, confess now. Confess before men, especially before unbelievers, that they may hear and believe. Faith comes by hearing your confession. And then Christ will confess you to his Father when he comes. Friends, confess him at home. Confess him at baptism. Confess him in worship. Confess him at work. Confess him in school, in the university right here. Confess him, sir. Get stoned for it and you'll go to heaven. Confess before enemies. Confess when tempted. Joseph said, how can I do this wicked thing and sin against God? Daniel confessed when tempted. Revelation 12 verse 11 says, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. And what, sir? The word of their testimony. Speak about Jesus Christ when it matters. Confess in severe trials which are coming. Say, master all the strength that Holy Spirit will give you. Say, Jesus Christ is Lord. And above all, confess at death. As Saint Paul did, for I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have longed his appearing. And he walked out and they beheaded him. 
David Livingston, missionary to Africa, labored many years and he's about to die. And he said, build me a hut to die for I am going home. He confessed his faith at death. Friend, confess the true confession because there are false confessors in the church. Isaiah 29 verse 13, the Lord says, the people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is made up of only rules taught by men. Listen to Jesus. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I'll tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Titus 1.16, they claim to know God, but by their deeds they deny him. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. And St. John in 1 John says, if we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. Authentic faith and confession saves us. False faith and confession sends us to eternal punishment. You cannot be a secret disciple. Jesus said, In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and praise your Father in heaven. Do not cover your light under a bushel. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine in darkness. There is no other light in the world. Your faith and confession saves you. We are saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved. For we read, for in this hope we were saved. 1 Corinthians 1.18, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Romans 5, 9, and 10, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Shall we be saved? Three tenses of salvation. Saved the moment you believe. Saved the moment you confess. Saved being saved and will be saved. The saved lives a life of obedience to God. He lives a holy life. He is not a libertine. He is not an antinomian. He proves his repentance and faith by obedience. Antinomianism championed by Schaefer, Ryrie, and Hodges, professors of Dallas Theological Seminary, is a different gospel, says Dr. Boyce. 
A different gospel that cannot save you. Antinomianism is easy believism. It is cheap grace. It teaches. Gospel demands no repentance. Gospel demands no discipleship. No obedience necessary. Not even one obedience. Antinomianism says he who stole let him steal more. Now you are saved. No trust is necessary. Mere mental assent is enough. Just an intellectual belief in the facts of the life of Jesus. That's all. It is a both and philosophy. Sin and go to heaven. Live as rich man here and live as Lazarus in heaven. Taking away holiness from the gospel. No necessity for regeneration. You can be eternally saved even with a dead faith. I'm not exaggerating, sir. A person is eternally saved even if he becomes an apostate. Some Protestants and Catholics believe in universalism. Everyone without exception is saved. Even Hitler, Stalin, Mao, they are United to Christ even though they are unconscious of it. Read papal encyclical Redemptor Hominis. Paragraph 14. No friends, it's a lie. Listen to the godly Robert Haldane. Whom God used to bring a revival in Switzerland. If a man does not confess Christ at the hazard of life, character, property, liberty, and everything dear to him, he has not the faith of Christ. To this, Professor John Murray agrees, confession without faith would be empty, vain, and faith without confession spurious false. Friends, the word is near you. The word is coming to you. Believe and confess our Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, part two of this message entitled, Our Lord Jesus Christ, Believe and Confess. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew. 